high school is very clicky. You don't, you see people that you may not like or people that you may think aren't cool or up to your standards. But in theater, you have to, you have to put that aside. You have to put your ego aside and you have to, do, you have to work with people that you may not like or people that you may not know and that you would never know if you were in theater. You know, you have to be very open and very loving and accepting in theater for a good project to come out of it. So I think it really changed my perception on being friends with people that may be out of my comfort zone, you know, people that are in band, people that are a little bit different, um, doesn't mean that, you know, you have to be mean or anything. You and mean just, towards them. Exactly. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Zachary Lisa, and we welcome you to our very first episode of the ZCast. We are now officially underway with our first season, and many exciting things are to come as we head into our first episode of the ZCast. We're here with a strong group of talented and individuals as they take on the journey through a process of UIL one-act play. I'm here with director Ryan Kirby and the cast of Lorena High School's 2024 one-act production of Electra. The cast that is here includes several people, including our stage manager, Cynthia Kelly, Sam Johnson, who will be on very soon, Willow Quas, and Jocelyn Landry. Um, thank you guys for joining us today with our very first episode of the podcast. How does it feel to be on a podcast? Is any of this your first time? Or I love podcasts, so I'm excited to be here. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. That's cool. First time. Awesome, cool. Yeah, first time. So we're going to start right away, Mr. Kirby, so we can get you going here. Yeah, um, yeah. Really quick, I'm you ready. are brand new to Lorena, more than just about two years now. Yes. And so... When did you ever feel like you were going to be a Lorena theater teacher? Yeah, I've actually been here for about a year and a month, so not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never thought I'd be coming back to Lorena just because um, when I was in high school, it wasn't the most fun place for an artist to be. Definitely, Lorena is a community that has a lot of different priorities, I feel, than theater, as maybe you all could agree with. And so I never thought maybe I would be coming back to that place just because I could envision it being a big challenge for somebody who makes art like their number one priority. Um, Nonetheless, I think it's even more important that I'm here because art is so important to me and theater is so important. So I'm being able to like be that for kids who need it and can prove to them you can still be successful without having to do the things that everyone else might want you to do. Of course. That makes sense. And yeah, of course. And so we know, all of us know here at Lorena that you are part of Silent House Theater Company in Waco. Right. Um, you've also directed several shows now for Silent House also. Um, now, this also leads me up to now, what made you want to get into the theatrical worlds and being on the big stage? Uh, most, um, basically, I just think I'm good at it, and that is like a natural thing I feel like I'm talented at. Like, I think we all have, <laughs> we all have things we're good at, and sports was not one thing for me. Uh, math was not that thing for me. Science was not that thing for me. I would say I was always more of like history, English, and theater. And so I've always not really had stage fright. Or like the word shame has never been a part of like my being. I've never had shame about anything in my life. And I think that's like something that's really helped me be an actor and a director is because you have to not have any of that when you go onto the stage because it inhibits everything you do. And so I think the, the not having the presence of shame has really helped me as a, as a creative, especially a performer. 
Does that answer your question? Yes, of course, of course, yeah. And so um, through the theater students of Lorena, how do you, your views on Mr. Kirby over the past coming no. years, and, and, and you're good, how have things been different? We've gone, uh, Lorena's gone through some several directors now. What has Mr. Kirby put on the table that changes you as an actor? Definitely like a lot of hands-on stuff. We used to do a bunch of online presentations and stuff, and now we're able to do like physical warm-ups and physical activities instead of just stuff online, which mm-hmm. is really nice. That's cool. And so, Mr. Kirby, this now leads me to a good question I wanted to ask you in the first place. What, compared to you, what was your worst production you've ever put on, and what was your most successful production put on? If you don't want to answer it, I understand. You know, it's already acting immediately. The worst show I ever put on was probably Stephen Sondheim's Company. It was the first musical I ever directed, and um, I was working with a lot of adult actors, and it was my first time working with adults who were much older than me. Usually I direct college students or kids, and so I was working with people who were in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they were um, established people in the theater community, and also we had terrible mics, and I simply just didn't really care for the musical very much, but I was asked to do it as a favor for Silent House, and so I ended up doing it, but I don't think that it was very good. I don't know. You gotta like love what you're. I think when you're a director, you gotta love the show you're putting on. Of course. Um, which is why I'm usually don't do musicals because I'm traditionally not a big fan of them. But uh, you know, we persevered um, and it was fine. So you know, there could be worse things. Of course. And then my best show was definitely my senior thesis in college called Botticelli and the Fire, which was a creative retelling of Sandra Botticelli's creation of the birth of Venus and. Um, it was just a really amazing production with lights and dance and sound and fun. So I hope to replicate that a little bit with Electra. It's a similar vibe, and mm-hmm. the way I'm um, working with the choreography of the chorus is similar to the way I work with the choreography of the ensemble in that show. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I recognize. I um, have a knack for, so I'm trying to find similar ways to revive that through this production of Electra. Of course, now that does actually lead us to the next thing. Would you please explain to us all here, including on camera and on Spotify and more areas, what is Electra? Yes, Electra is a modern retelling of the classic story of Electra by Sophocles, in which we see the pivotal character Electra go through the death of her father by the hands of her mother. And in this modernized retelling, we also have her in a mental institute, which is a little bit of a uh, a social statement on mental health and hospitalization and I have a dear friend of mine who actually was in a mental hospital when I was in high school and she was here at Lorena too and she was gone for a couple of weeks and that, that was a really traumatizing event mostly for her but also for her friends and so it's a little close to home with that um, and within Electra there's also the six person chorus we've made it six person it could be whatever number we want but we chose on six people who kind of um, are a multi-faceted group of people who denote not only Electra's mental state, but also the political ramifications of the time and um, consciousness and um, just fun and creativity. Like the chorus can just kind of be whatever we want it to be, which is how usually the Greeks intended it. So that's a lot of fun. Um, And then, you know, hopefully by the end, we will see if Electra gets her revenge. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That sounds like an interesting story. And I, I mean, you guys cannot miss this wonderful production Lorraine High School is putting on. Now, this does now lead me up to now, Mr. Kirby, this goes to the students now. Your views on other one-act shows you've done in the past, how does Electra compare to the other ones, and is this a serious 
what is the differences that you ever your leading processes like? For example, remember we did Tenor, which was a comedy, and then we did Crimes of the Heart, which was a comedy slash you know tragedy ish. But what does now lead to Electra? It's a whole different animal of theater. What is your opinion on it? Me. Oh, then oh. yeah, go ahead. Honestly, I'm really excited about it because it's something different, and it's just a lot more like tragic. And I feel like we can really just like go with the deep emotion and just like tragedy of it. And I just think it's a lot more like fun in a way because of that. Because it's just really like such a deep, and there's so many like you know symbolic things you can tie into it that just kind of adds to the show. Of course, of course. And so now, Mr. Kirby. Lorena has done so many theater productions in the past, has gone through so many different struggles over the past couple of years now. What do you feel like you have enough support for the program funding or to achieve your goals for the theater program, or how do you want to go forward? Uh, I don't think I'm able to, to express my true feelings on the subject matter on a public podcast, but if you would like to discuss that one-on-one, Zachary Alicia, I'd love to, <laughs> to discuss my feelings on funding and of budget course, of and course. support. But of course. Um, I yeah. think that I get enough for um, where we are in, in the community, and I think that we have done great things with the support we've gotten, and I don't think we would be where we were without our support, but I also imagine if we got even more... You are the stage manager of Electra, correct? Yes, I am. Awesome. And is this your first stage managing time for one act show, or have you done more? Um, I have never stage managed for another one act show, but I did stage manage for a fall play, which was Clue. Okay, that's amazing. And so that does meet that does go into it. Um, the production of Electra from others, things you participated in. How does this compare to Clue? There's, I feel like, very big differences because the props for Electra is a lot more, like, simpler, whereas Clue, it was a lot more, like, chaotic, and there was a lot of, like, set pieces going on, and there was just kind of a lot more stage stuff that I had to really, like, focus on, Mm -hmm. whereas Electra, I can kind of pay more attention to the actors and, like, the specific blocking for them, rather than just, like, having to kind of take on all of that, and I still do. But I feel like Electra, I kind of have more time to focus because the set doesn't change a whole lot, and we can kind of just put our focus on like the different pieces of the set itself. Of course, and so obviously you you say that are you went from between Clue and Electra, the differences of that. You know, one is a heavy prop show compared to another one that's more settled back and relaxed. So, what are some challenges that might I know, like a stage manager have to face going into UIL? or going into other shows, what are like things they have to face in order to be successful at their job and to help benefit the actors? Um, I feel like some problems like to face is definitely like getting um, lines down and things like that. I feel like that's probably one of my bigger concerns, just to make sure that we're saying them right and we're saying them at the right time. And we aren't, like, kind of fumbling a whole lot on stage, which, I mean, the, like, actors have been doing, like, a really good job with that and, like, getting feedback and things like that. Um, and I feel like another problem, which, I mean, is something that just, like, comes with one act is just, like, the pressure on time and things like that and making sure that it's, you know, under 40 minutes and it doesn't exceed that. Of course. And now, as a stage manager, you are backstage keeping an eye on the time making sure the show doesn't run over, and you are the one that makes the call correct if the show does go over time correct. Yes. All right. So could you please tell me, does that have pressure on you yourself, or does that have pressure on the actors? How do you, like, if maybe during the show the actors are wondering what time it is, you kind of, like, just kind of keep them away from that and not let them worry and focus on that? 
Yeah, because, like, the thing is, is, like, you're back there, and, like, it's hard because, like, you're the one that has the knowledge on the time, but, like, you don't want, you just want to, like, trust, you have to trust the actors and, like, have faith in them that they can, like, do their job and, like, get it done in the time that they need to get it done and just, like, not fumble a whole bunch. Um, Because I just, like, want to, like, keep that, you know, separate from them so they can just focus on doing their job. But also it's hard because, you know, I mean, we've only done, like, one full, like, full run as of now, but as, like, the time goes on and we do more, I'll be able to get, like, a grasp of, like, where we need to be at certain times, and I'll kind of keep note of that, but it's always, like, hard, because if I'm going to be backstage, like, on that day, it's, like, I have the time right in front of me, so I'm going to be seeing that, and I'm going to be seeing, like, where we're at and, like, kind of compared to... Okay, the key to a successful performance is having a strong production and a story with, con- con- you know, connectable characters with maintaining a goal and entertaining audiences what is your opinion on we all one act and the ads it puts pressure on time and having your view on what is your view on competing um i think that theater i don't think as an art form is meant to be competitive and so i think i don't know if you guys would agree with this but i think that it forces a certain type of show to be produced 40 minutes is not a long time and there's also casting limits and there's tech limits. Like we can't have some things on stage. Um, there's only so many lights we can have. And so, I don't know, it, it, it's weird because I don't think like at its core theater should be competitive. Um, it should be about storytelling. And I think that whenever we put it into the one act play UIL competition, some of those storytelling elements get, get lost and instead about how can we make sure that the judges like, and like that to me is weird and um, I just don't like the limits it puts on it, so I I don't know. I don't I don't like one act season as much as just a traditional fall play. Of course, awesome. And this Ruby, I appreciate your time here. Uh, thank cool. you for stopping. I wish by. I could be here more. No, no you're good. You're good. I'm already breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And uh, now, Arsenia, this one helps me wrap up for your community of good students and good teachers. And hello, thank you. You are playing Young Electric, correct? Yes. Awesome. And so. This is your sixth sixth production, correct? Mm-hmm. And so, how does it feel to be part of a UIO competing team? Um, it feels nice. I've done it a couple times before, but this time it's definitely it's a lot harder because of the play we're doing. It's a lot more tragedy based, and I've more done comedies, and so this one's definitely different. But it's been a lot of fun. Do you think it's challenging? A little bit, yeah. In what ways do you think like challenges, like maybe obstacles that may you may face as an actress? Mainly just like focusing and. Making sure that I'm on task and not getting distracted or, like, laughing and stuff that happens on stage. Yeah, of course. And, like, we were, I know you told me that you used to do a lot of stuff backstage for, like, maybe musicals. I remember you were part of Adam's Family. You helped a lot with costuming and makeup and stuff for Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. And now, what's the difference between, in your opinion, on performing on stage in front of a whole bunch of audiences to compare to being backstage? It is so different. I think they're both the equal amount of hard and like challenging uh backstage i feel like that was more fun for me because i got to do i like doing costuming but acting was like a different type of fun for me because i also really like acting and it's just been a lot of fun this year of course and so obviously the difference between of having backstage and being on stage you have so many challenges that you have to face everyone faces challenges being on stage especially if you did a musical and so, as you went on stage and did your things you were supposed to do, it, it, it feels different to you, right? Being as an actress on stage compared to being backstage. How does that help? Like, how important is being 
backstage help the actors out? Do you do like in necessarily needed terms? Do you need someone backstage for the actors? Does the actors need someone backstage to help them? Usually, yes. Because with Adam's family, we had so many costume changes and like makeup changes that just costuming wasn't enough to be backstage. We had to be multiple people. I had to do lots of different tasks. We did props, makeup, costumes, everything. Of course. And so, tell me, tell us about your character, Electra. Tell us a little bit more. Um, who she is, who is she in this life, and how are you going to portray her? So I play the young version of Electra nice. whenever she's a child, and she witnesses her father's death right in front of her eyes, and he was killed by her mother, which she thinks, and now she's just traumatized for the rest of her life, and it's just kind of messed with her and stuck with her for the rest of her life. And so this can, how does this compare to like other char- characters you've played in the past before? Definitely very different. I've never played a character that's so traumatized and like usually they're like emotional and mm-hmm. like whatever character and this one's so different. But it's a lot of fun to play. And that's good. And I know you have Nathan as your kind of mm-hmm. like playing young Orestes and you guys have a good bond with each other as friends and yeah. you guys are friends outside of the <laughs> outside of the production. Yeah. Does that help you guys create that like brother and sister connection better? Do you yeah, think it definitely does. Being close in real life definitely helps. So you think that the cat being part of a cast, you guys should be good friends, not get to know each other. Maybe acting would flow maybe better. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Cool. And so now I want to ask you, where do you see yourself as a senior? So put your your shoes into a senior right now, and say that you're heading into the, the- your senior year in the, the- Lorena Theater Department. What do you want to accomplish, and what do you want to go further from there? Do you want to continue pursue theater, or do you have other interests? Um, for senior year, I definitely want to do the musical or the play in the fall, and then UIL one act in the spring. And I want to do both of those. I don't think I want to do a theater outside of high school, but I want to continue it all the way to senior year. That's awesome. And I appreciate your time. And now we do move to our light technician, Jocelyn Landry. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. That, <laughs> no, that's good. You're good. You're good. And so um, I know we weren't able to have Tyler Boone with us. He might actually be able to come on later. Um, but the, the biggest thing is, is, have you ever seen yourself as an actor on stage, or are you seeing yourself more like the tech guru type? Um, like whenever I was in seventh grade, I was in an acting class, and I loved doing it, but I didn't want to be on stage. Mm-hmm. And so I begged the teacher to let me do lights, and she said I could, and I've <laughs> been doing it ever since then. And do you feel like you are a big part to the Lorena program? Um, I'm the only person that knows how to do it. They, well, so, so definitely. So definitely. Yeah. So let's say you're a senior, you're graduating. Who's going to take that next step going towards to be that, filling in your shoes going Probably forward? Probably the current spotlight, Lucas Cash. He's, he's super good. That's cool. And so... <laughs> How does um, the dynamics of being in UIL One Act? You're on, you're going to different schools, learning out these different tech things. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, I do not know how to do this, and you might have maybe struggled your way going to a new school to compete for One Act? Not really. Like at different schools, their light boards are different, but I can usually get the hang of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It just kind of comes like easy. The only, like, hard thing that I've ever faced is that we had to shut down the show for Anishinaabe. And, and that's, like... Do you remember the time on that? Like, 59 minutes and 77 seconds. Ooh, that is mm-hmm. really tight time. Not 59. 
3958, which um, if anybody didn't know, um, stage manager, you can yeah. can tell it's 40 it's very, minutes. Very close, yeah. And so the max you can't, with UIO one act, you cannot go over 40 minutes for your show. So you have a seven-minute setup, 40 minutes to do your show, and a seven-minute teardown, which, I mean, tearing down is the easy part. But getting that time down, I remember we did with um, Jennifer Patton. We used to be our old theater, one of our old theater directors, and we had the closest time we've ever had also with just getting our setup. And you can remember tenor. So now let's put the views in tenor. Did you feel like tenor was – how would you put yourself in tenor? Was it a productive thing for you? Did you learn new things in it? Um, I really enjoyed tenor. Like it was – very successful with like the people watching it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people thought it was very inappropriate for I mean, people our age, which right. I kind of do agree. I see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but I liked it. It was pretty good, and mm-hmm. that's cool. So, do you ever see yourself, you know, pursuing the technical theater world, or do you have a hobby maybe that you're interested in in the future? Um, I mean. If it takes me there, I don't really mind it. Mm-hmm. I would like to pursue a career in psychology. Okay. But honestly, whatever. So now this does let me ask you this question. Does one act actually benefit you as a person? Does, did it change you? Did it make, you know, is it a life-changing experience? Should others out there give it a try and see if they like it? Yeah. If you're interested, like, go ahead. There's not really much to lose. Um, I feel like it does help set you up for the real world because honestly the real world is just one big competition mm-hmm. like you're trying to beat other people to make it which sounds really bad but it's the truth it is the truth and Josie how long have you been like in have you how long have you been in theater like how long has um, it been in your life for six years okay um, what was your first show and a child shall leave and so you've always done theater ever since at Lorena mm-hmm. have you ever done theater outside no. And Willow, have you ever done theater outside? Mm-mm. Cinea? No. And so, what would it be? How do you, if you did pursue theater outside, do you think you would maybe enjoy it or do you think it would like, you might not be interested in it? What would you, would you want to take that leap to do that? I honestly would. I think it would be very fun to either be like SM or ASM for like a production mm-hmm. that's like outside of school because I feel like that would be. A lot of fun, and honestly, I already have, like, some experience from here, and it would just be cool to kind of be in a more, like, professional setting. Mm-hmm. And so, with all three of you here, how you seen the Lorena Theater Program obviously change in these past three years? Um, what is your views on it? I mean, obviously, there's been ups and downs, but has, you, has the group always stayed together and always pushed forward on to making good quality theater? I think we have. Like, obviously, we've lost some people, but generally, we're mostly the same group. We've kept, like, our talents growing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And everyone mm-hmm. knows each other. Like, and even that high build, schoolers know the middle schoolers. And that builds a good connection, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the differences between middle school one-act and a high school one-act are huge. Yeah, obviously, yeah. you can keep going. But, have, like, have you, what memories have you built out of one-act? A lot. A lot of good yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's like one group of people like traveling together to like competitions <laughs> yeah. and like working together over like months. Like, you I, know. I remember we've had some 
we had some breakdowns in tenor right the couple of days right before area um the next it was the night or two nights before area we've we had some interesting things but the thing is is everybody knows how to turn on that switch and go on that stage and put on a good show and so obviously we've gone over several chimes where we discuss where we actually obviously had a director change so mr kirby what are your views on him i mean obviously he's comes into lorena new um his views compared to past teachers do you think he puts good quality theater for you guys and do you think that that is he is like the best theater teacher you could ever have and ask for yeah, honestly, honestly, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And he brings good environment, correct? Yes, yeah. he's so awesome. And that that's the biggest thing in a theater teacher. I mean, um, you want to have that good environment. You want to have that good connection with kids. I mean, sometimes I remember we would used to just go and hang out in the theater classroom and hang out with the teacher. I mean, they're like build more of like a family to you, right? Mm-hmm. So that does now bring it. Do you take the theater, like a theater production and the cast that's in there as family? Absolutely. Yeah. Willow, um, what was your, your number one favorite theater memory that you've had? What would you say your favorite? I mean, if it's if it's cringy, it's cringy. But what would you say? Definitely not the twelve-hour lock-in that we had. Ooh. Um, definitely not. <laughs> it would probably. Oh my gosh. Okay, we went. Oh, we went like almost overtime from when I did Lafayette number one in eighth grade. It was like three seconds or something under. It was. It was crazy because everyone backstage was like, guys, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And actors on stage were like, ah. <laughs> was so bad. And so that puts pressure on you guys. But you we made it, though. But you made it, though. And you guys got? First. First place. Absolutely. And so, yeah. and now, what do you, what is your view on competing? Like competing, in, like in theater or anything? Like, what is your views on competing? I really like competing. I do think that a lot of the rules, like I said, are very limiting to what can be done. But I think it's a good experience. Like, it's UIL, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's, like, really fun because I think it adds, like, just another element and kind of, like, adds, like, another kind of energy that it's, like, oh, like, we want to be really good. And it kind of adds, like, motivation mm-hmm. to the show. And I mean, and that's great. The best thing is is cast bonding. You, you know, we having cast parties, you know, building that relationship with them. And, I mean, that's what builds a good cast. And, I mean, so far in the cast of Electra, do we? Do you think we have a good solid cast and everyone gets along very well? I would say so, yeah. yeah. And so now this goes into UIL. On your views on going forward, what would be something you would tell a cast, um, someone out in, like, our school at Lorena? What would you tell them about Electra if they were asking about it? Would you even bring up UIL one act? Would you or anything about competing, or would you just stay with, hey, come check out our show, come support us? How would you pursue that to them? I would probably like mention like one act and say like, oh, this is like what we're using to compete, you know. Mm-hmm. So then like they can kind of see that like serious uh, like theater can be like a serious thing and it can be like competitive, and it's not like it's just oh put on a show for fun. Like we're actually going against like other schools doing other shows. Other shows. And so, outside of Electra itself, other things that theater's done in high school. So, example, Thespian Festival. <laughs> Immediately, Jossie laughs. I mean, Thespian Festival is a great experience. If you're in theater and you guy and your theater director uh, has never heard about Thespian Festival in your state, you really should go. It's a lot of fun. And so, what have you learned at Thespian Festival? Is it very? Is it something that you worth like always going to every year? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. And then, I mean, there's, like, you get to, like, meet other people, and, like, there's little, like, workshops that you can go to. I mean, like, I went to a stage manager workshop, and I, like, learned some, like, new skills that I could use, like, for this, like, one act. So, of course. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's a great experience. That's really good. And so, um, that, I mean, theater in itself is, like, you got to put your shoes into it, and you got to see it. I mean, a lot of uh, students that are not theater kids don't know what it is and the techniques that used to be an actor because they see somebody on stage just performing, but it's a diff- it's completely different than it actually is. There's a lot more that goes into being an actor or an actress on stage compared to being an audience member. So, for example, you when we sat when our school scenes our show this year, when they see Electra. Um, what do you think their views and opinions are going to be on it? Do you think that it doesn't matter to you, or do you think that you're going to have a strong basis and strong support behind your school's going to be nice and supportive for you know future competing? Honestly, like I'm not 100 percent sure on like what like students in the school are going to think. I mean, I know for sure like they're going to see that this is like definitely something that's different than like what we like have done. Because I mean, like. Crimes of the Heart include, like, they were kind of all comedic, and this is, like, kind of our first, like, you know, tragedy in a while, so it's a very serious show, so Mm -hmm. I think people are going to be, like, a little, like, surprised, but also, like, interested um, to kind of see, like, how it plays out. Mm -hmm, Of course, and so um, Mr. Clemens even told me he's excited, we're going to go to state. The view opinion on going to state, you've always, have you always thought about wanting to go to state for theater? Yes. If you did... Let's say we are in our regional round and we have the chance to go into state. How much would I mean? Would you? Does that mean a lot to you? Would you put your heart and soul into it? Even if you like, like for example, it's a Saturday spring break rehearsals or something coming up. Would you sacrifice your time to go work on Electra to get it to go even further? Yes. And competing at state is a huge task. I mean, it can be done. It's done last time in Lorena. It's I think it was 2019 or maybe younger or younger than that. I'm not for sure. But if Electra did go to state, what would your views be on it? Would you obviously have a, the whole school would be behind you, Mr. Clemens, Miss Mordecai, and a whole bunch of other people would be behind you supporting the Lorena Theater. And when you guys get that send off to go to it and that feeling of going there and then having to wait for awards and things, that whole process, how does it feel compared to doing all your hard success, even if you don't advance? You know you put on a good show. Like, what is all three of your opinions on if you didn't win, did you put on a good show? Or do you think – what is your opinion on that? Do you – are you encouraging? How do you feel towards that? Yeah, it's like as long as, like, we, like, did our best and, like, did anything, like, everything in our ability and, like, things like that, like, I would be proud. And, you know, even if we didn't make it to state, like, I would still be proud of the cast and – the crew for just like sticking with it and working really hard uh, honestly for me personally <laughs> winning isn't like the biggest thing obviously i would love to win but if we don't make it i'll still be happy for everyone that's in it i know that they'll put their best foot forward and doing it uh, well i mean if we don't make it then it's all well but i feel like we're still gonna have made lots of memories and have gained experience from what we've done so if you were to move to a different school, for example, like Midway, how would that change the view of like theater compared to you from Midway to the arena? I mean, you're not at Midway Theater, you don't know what it's like, but how would that transition make you feel? 
I feel like it would be a lot, because, like, I feel like there would be a lot more going on, because, like, there's obviously going to be more people in the theater department at, like, a bigger school, and so I feel like it would just be, like, maybe not necessarily more chaos, but, like, a lot more just, like, kind of competition, like, especially, like, actors and, like, roles and stuff, like, it would be a lot more, like, competitive and just, like, you know, you definitely have to, maybe not necessarily work harder, but definitely, like, kind of, you know, go against, go against other it. students. And so the big thing now also is, guys, district's coming up. You guys, March 18th and 19th is less than a month away. Today is, what, the 21st? Less than a month. Are you guys in a good spot? Where do you feel Electra's at? I think we're in a good spot because, I mean, you know, we've gone through all the scenes. We've already done, like, a full run. We just need to, like, keep, you know, repeating repetition, and then I think we're good. And so you also have school performances coming up March 1st, at the, is that correct? Yes. How many shows do you guys think you're doing? I would say seven, probably eight. not seven, well, maybe six. I think like six is a good number, six. yeah. Because we still need, like, our lunch break and then, you know, uh, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And now we are here with Sam Johnson, playing the character of Electra, part of Lorena High School's 2024 UIL one-act play. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing as much as I can be. And we're going to get immediately into this. Sam, you, your journey through UIL, you've obviously done this since you were in seventh grade in yes. middle school. You went through Miss Priest, and you went all the way up to where you are now at Lorena High School um, you're one year almost out from graduating. Right. How does that pressure feel going into your senior year next year? Last year at Lorena, what is that? How does that make you feel? Ooh, um, I guess I, uh, I mean I am a little bit sad about leaving Lorena. Like you said, like mm-hmm. I've done one act play every every single year since I could in seventh grade. This is my fifth year, and it's just. I mean, it's a little hard to think about that, like, last year is going to be my last one act. Mm -hmm. But I'm also excited to move on and, like, um, be able to do more theater in the community and, like, continue outside of school. So there's there's pros and cons. Of course, yeah. And so now this wants to lead us into this. Share us some background information, your background information on your theater experience. You've obviously been in many shows of Arena. You've also done some outside activity. So explain to us your journey for the first when you stepped on the stage to where you are now. Right. So like I said, this is my fifth year, uh, my fifth one-act show. My very first show ever, actually, was my seventh grade uh, one-act, which was And a Child Shall Lead. I was cast as Yana, the younger sister. Um, And funny story about that, but actually... A few rehearsals before our competition date, I think it was like two or three rehearsals before our competition, I got swapped from the competition cast to the community cast. Oh, wow. So I didn't actually compete as that character that I had been rehearsing at as I was a guard. And that was my very first OAP show. And actually what was really funny about it too is I did get switched also from competition cast to community cast. Mm-hmm. And I remember, Sam, me and you were like, but we were kind of like partners yeah. as guards. Um, you know, right side of the stage or something. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but I remember doing that I one act, and I remember heading into that final moment of that show, realizing everything went black, and now noticing that we were like two seconds away from being eliminated. That, that was, was something. It was mm-hmm. very scary. But go on. What you're saying, you obviously you Charles Shalid was a big um, opportunity. What else have you also been involved in? Um, well, the next OAP was Peter and Wendy, where I played Peter Pan. 
And then after that eighth grade year, I started doing theater outside of Lorena. So that summer of eighth grade, I did my very first community show with Wild Imaginings, which was Susical Junior, which is a musical. I played Horton. Uh, that was a really fun experience, and that's kind of why I've like continued doing theater outside of school. So then coming into high school, um, the past three years, I've done the fall show and OAP, of course, every single year. So... Um, and then also shows outside. I was in Machianal with Silent House Theater Company pretty recently. Um, I was also in, I think, two Christmases ago. I did a Christmas Carol with Wild Imaginings. So I've been slowly building up like the shows that I've done over the years. Of course, and I mean, you are very successful at what you do. Um, you. You've been in several performances, you've had several leads already, and the art you put on stage is very fantastic. Oh, thank you. Of course, and I've heard so many comments about your work, and I've actually admired some of your work. I feel Aww. like it's very, very unique and interact, and that does show the world is so big out there, and mm-hmm. stepping into the world of theater, which we know is very competitive, um, this does get me to the question... Outside in the big world, everything is very competitive trying to in order to get spots. So right. with UIL one act and tying into what I've asked the other one of the other people that were on the show, um, how do you tie OAP as being competitive and putting pressure on you? Do you see that pre- that OAP pressures you or do you see that it leaves an open gap for people to know more and learn and have better experience on competing? I mean, um, there's definitely a difference between, like, doing a show that you're competing with versus just doing a show that you're performing for an audience. I wouldn't necessarily say, at least for me personally, I don't think the pressure is any greater for either show, because regardless of whether I'm competing with a show, I'm still, you know, like, giving the best I can, and I want to I put forward the best show that I can. Um, but OAP can be... OAP can be stressful, like, especially having to worry about like getting in the time limit and then what re- like what place you're going to get. So I can definitely feel that like added pressure for OAP, but it's really not much different for me, I don't think, like doing mm-hmm. OAP versus shows outside. Of course, and I mean, when I stepped into the first world of theater for like I would say my first 2 years, it made me not say it made me feel uncomfortable, but it made me feel something I've never experienced before. Yeah. I mean, I've always done theater since I was in my like first grade and I remember going into one my first ever one act and I was like, this is a whole nother ball game mm-hmm. from what I've learned when I was young. Of course it's more advanced and you learn more as you grow. Um but one act gave me something that was really interesting that I mean you might be able to tie into it gave me a, a le- lesson learned on whether or not your mistakes you can overachieve and put on a good show for audiences. So like something I told Mr. Kirby earlier is that good work and good theater is done by having time and the energy energy for the audience, audience reactions back. That's huge. It gives mm-hmm. means that the actors energy in order to go on stage and create a story and tell. So Sam, I lead this question to you. What encouraged you to audition for the production of Electra? Honestly, my answer to that is pretty simple because I just, like, I love theater. I love being in shows. I love watching shows. I love everything about theater. And, like, doing theater through school is, is a big, like, way to, to be able to do theater um, because it's it's connected to the school, so it's easier than doing a community s- show to, to fit it in your, in your schedule. Um, so, like, I just really can't imagine a year at school where I don't, do the fall play or I don't do OAP. OAP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
going through those years, um, have you ever participated in musicals in middle school before? No, um, unless you count the over the summer of eighth grade as oh, middle school. Oh, okay, as middle school. Um, um, but that that would be the only middle school kind of musical I did. Of course, and so. Obviously, your theater background and your history has improved all the way to now. Mm-hmm. You've faced many of the challenges and different obstacles as you've grown, as you've gone into high school. Um, so tell us, what have you done to prepare for yourself for major roles in general? Not the role of a lecturer. We'll get to that in a second. Right. But you're, how to prepare yourself to going, let's say, for an audition. You go to audition for, let's say, Ryan Kirby's Electra, Or let's say, let's say um, Cats. You're going to go <laughs> right out of any you know, musical... Um, you go to audition, what do you do? How does that affect your personality? What do you change and build yourself to go and audition for that? What- to, to audition? To audition. Like, okay. how do you show yourself? How do I prepare for an audition? Um, well, for a musical, of course, part of your audition is going to be um, a song or, like, an excerpt from a song. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's, of course, like, the technical aspects of, like, working on the song and being able to sing it well. Um, mostly for auditions... I think the majority of auditions I've been in have been like open auditions where you're not auditioning for a specific role. You're just auditioning for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, anyway, that's what I've mostly come across. So I think it's really about just digging into whatever audition piece you're putting forward, whether if that's a song or like a monologue. Um, what I kind of do is I just I really try to go over it as many times as I possibly can before an audition because mm-hmm. repetition is something that helps me a lot in roles. Mm-hmm. So going into an audition with a piece, as long as I've practiced it and like I've, I've hit it a bunch of times, then I feel pretty confident about it. And mm-hmm. of course, I also try to be, you know, just generally, um, I try to be more outgoing in auditions than I may be in my day-to-day life. You know, like I really try to um, go for anything because that's a quality that is like important to actors. Yeah. So there's there's that added element of, you know, being polite and being respectful, but also putting, um, being bold. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so, which is really interesting, I, always, I wanted to tell you this, and I'm actually, this is my first time kind of telling my audiences this. How I, when, with me being involved in acting in theater, you might I don't know if you can relate to this maybe a little bit, but I always view going to school every day as a, a continuous story, or you know it's it's an ongoing thing. You have a season. Every episode, you have a new chapter in your life. Yeah. So every age you turn, you have a new chapter and stuff you can adventure in. And so going to school every day, meeting new people, it's like a TV show kind of like. It's really weird, but that's kind of no, how I no, view it. I get it. I, get I view it. it as that because there's all these, if you look at the life and you live around life, like just high school in general, there's so many things going on. It can show you like if as a person yourself, and then you start taking that to the stage, you can actually tell a story throughout your life. I mean, everyone has something about them that makes them unique, special, and have interesting facts that make them who they are Mm -hmm. and so when you bring that to the theater that's how I show myself on theater when I I mean I don't know how you feel but when I go on stage for an audience I feel it as this is actually there's a story inside of a story if that makes sense so like yeah I'm already in like not saying I live in a fantasy world I live in a world that I can have this mindset of having all these cool abstract things in my mind and creating ideas and, you know, going to show the audiences and what you can do and how others can benefit you and how to help others and then putting that on the stage. I mean, we've gotten told, I remember me and you had Miss Patton before and she told us how we need observe others and how they act yeah. and stuff. And mm-hmm. so 
that leads me to now your acting techniques and your acting strategies. Um, so have you ever felt that one day you would walk down the hallway in school or you're in a class and then maybe you start bringing your acting self out and build your own character for yourself? Like you, you if, have you ever thought about in Bandle, for example, you treat that as like a scene, like okay. a theater scene. So never thought about something like that. I mean, I think so. Maybe not in school, but I definitely understand, um, you know, putting on a, not a face necessarily, but of altering your behavior a little bit depending on, like, who you're talking to. Of course. Like, my mom, for instance, sometimes she'll take us to her work events, and I'll meet, like, her work colleagues and stuff. And I, I wouldn't say I hold back my personality, but I do kind of change up how I act so I know, like, I'm not impacting my mom's job or anything. Of course. Um, or, like, in certain classes, like, I know teachers will allow different stuff or, like, they're cool with different stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I can definitely see, like, changing your behavior a little bit to fit in with your environment, yeah. Of course. And so now this all ties back to, obviously, you're building this character, you're building your character for, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to audition, you know, showing your acting abilities. So how did that lead up to Electra? So tell us how you done to, how do you, excuse me, prepare yourself for this major role, Electra, this 20 year old who is going through so much. How does it personally tie to you and affect you? And how does it go on to stage? And how do you represent that? How does, how does Electra affect me? Well, for Electra, it's honestly, it's been kind of difficult. Um, I would say Electra is probably like the most difficult part I've had as far as like dramatics and like heavy heavy like dark emotions go because it's a very I mean it is a pretty dark play of course and it's I would say it's the first time I've done a show that's like this dark recently Mm -hmm. of course I did you know and a child shall eat which was a very dark show but I was in middle school that was my first show that wasn't really I didn't dig into that role as much as I could have and now with Electra um I'm having to kind of change up the way I'm the way I think, uh, because Electra, I feel, is is a very hurt character, and a lot of that hurt comes through in anger. Like, she lashes out at people, which is something, like, personally, I try really hard to avoid doing. Mm-hmm. I don't like being angry. I don't like when people are angry at me, so I try very hard never to get angry. Of I course. try not to yell. I try to keep my voice level. Um, I'm not perfect, but I do my best, and Electra is not like that. You know, she... she mm-hmm yells she throws a fit she uh, she she really just expresses herself like completely and fully um she really communicates that pain that she feels for her um for her father's death and it's been difficult for me to do that because it's just like so extremely outside of how i try to hold myself mm-hmm. um so to to prepare for that kind of i've been Usually what I do is a whole lot of script work. I'm kind of a a script-based person. I'll write all over my script everywhere. And I've done that for all of the shows. But for Electra, it's been a little different. Um, There was was some problems getting Mm -hmm. our scripts at the start. But I've been finding it easier for this role to just, like, feel it out on stage. And instead of deciding how I want to say a line, just, like, seeing how it comes out in the Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And I've found more success on stage that way, I think. Of course, and I mean, every good actor finds ways and strategies to help benefit themselves to connect to their character. Yeah. And so, a big thing that um, we mentioned earlier is that theater is like a family. 
Mm-hmm. You're like a group of people in a family, and you bring all your characters together like a family. And you got to build those connections and those relationships with each characters to make sure people in the audience understand that. And so this does tell me, Sam, is that when others watch our show, it's something Lorena has hasn't done in a while. Um, and we have a new – this is our kind of like maybe I would say kind of close to our first time kind of adventuring into this type of world of you know Greek a Greek tragedy going into one act. Yeah, where do you see the show going for it? What is your opinion on it? Where do you want it to go, and how do you want it to be successful? I really want to. I really do think that the show is going to turn out to be a good show. Um, we've we've started doing um, like full run throughs now, and I think that's going to really help. That's I think that's my number one thing. Like I want to do is to just try and do like the whole show all all like without stopping at all, mm, just over and over and over again. Um, and I think I want this show to, to be good, of course. Um, and I think we're going to get there. I really do think I have high hopes for this show. And I think it's going to be very good. And I think people are going to enjoy it because it's, it's different than shows we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, the past three years. I mean, I think about the fall play and the one acts we've done the past three years. And I think they've all been comedies huh? they've all been comedies yeah, yeah. Legally Blonde Jr. and then and Lenny then and Tanner and then Adam's Family, family and then Crimes, of, Crimes the Heart. of the Heart that's four comedy shows in a row, in a row. and then this fall we did Clue, Clue on stage which, which is, is a comedy which is a mix yeah and, yeah. and so five comedies the in a row the last one we've done was actually COVID year we did Triangle and it was about a shirtwaist factory and how these mm-hmm. workers were working in there and the whole uh, factory burned down um so, but it is very dynamic in its ways and its show mm-hmm. and how everything fits together yeah. and how successful Electric can be and how it, all the pressure is on you, but you zone that out and you focus on yourself and you focus on bringing this cast together. You are the major role. Uh-huh. And so Sam, after you graduate high school, do you, per, do you want to pursue the theater arts? Do you want to go to college for it? Do you... See yourself continuing the theatrical Sam and the career that we see now. Absolutely. I definitely want to continue theater into my adulthood. I don't know exactly like what form that's going to take as far as college goes. Like I really just have no idea. But I definitely want to do shows into my adulthood in the community. I want I would love to work with, you know, Waco Civic. Um, and I, I would really love to do shows with Silent House Theater Company again, mm-hmm. um, which is the company our teacher, Mr. Kirby, is in. Mm-hmm. I know that they produce some really high-quality stuff, so I would love to work with them. And I want to I want to do theater just, like, as long as I can in whatever way I can. You know, maybe I'll do some tech stuff. Maybe I'll work backstage at some point. Of course. Um, maybe, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll act. I really don't know. But whatever form it takes, I'm going to do theater um, continuing onward. And it's theater is an animal to deal with. But every, oh, yeah. it is an animal to deal with. But, you know, it all comes successful in the end. And it puts on great performances for others to enjoy. Sam, thank you so much for sitting down today with us here at the ZCast. All right. And now we're here with Tyler Boone. How are you today, Tyler? And... How's it going? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I'm having a fantastic time, and I'm ready to answer some questions. Awesome. It's great. Um, obviously, you've been part of One Act for a long time now. Um, you've done it – I don't know if you've done it since middle school, but you've obviously ventured it into high school. So let's start here. How did your theater journey start, and what inspired you to be involved in the theatrical world? Yeah, so um, 
what kind of got it started for me was I was I was a kid and my grandma uh, she has she lives in this plantation so she um, it's this big neighborhood and she has these traveling theatrical pieces that come to her neighborhood every year and I think I was 10 or 11 and she asked me if I uh, if I wanted to be a part of it and I thought I've never been in a show before I've always loved you know film acting I've always mm -hmm. loved people in movies and I've always even since I was a little kid wanted to be an actor so I was like well if I'm gonna practice what I preach I have to you know you have to do it you, you gotta know? put good theater yeah, out I, I gotta, there gotta, for gotta, an audience I've got to put it out there exactly so I um I auditioned for the part and I got the main antagonist, which was, it was Princess in the Pea. Oh, cool. And I, it, it was like, it wasn't the typical Princess in the Pea. Mm -hmm. It was like a weird adapt adaptation to it. But um, I got the main antagonist, which was Jack Frost. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it was great. I had a like a little um, three minute song. I had to be by myself, a, a single. So it was, it was very scary for my first time acting but it really did help me but kind it, of... it builds you as an actor exactly. to what you where you are now yeah it, it helped nurture me into the actor that i am today and help me put myself out of out of comfort zones you know in life you have to you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone and you know acting i think acting in theater itself puts you gets you helps you to get out of that um that comfort zone a lot of the time so that's why i that's really how it started and then i just started doing more as time went on and eventually in high school i fell in love with it even more so and of course um and i know one act is a very complex competition other than other uil sports right so how have you seen your acting range develop from when you started theater and getting on the big stage to where you are now i mean one act changes everybody exactly it changes your um, ability to act your pressure on time and putting mm -hmm. out good theater while you're under that pressure so explain to me have you seen your acting range develop as you've gone on through high school in the Lorena Theater Program? Absolutely, yeah. So I would say freshman year, you and I were a part of the lovely production of Triangle. Of course. Which, you know, was – it was what it was. It what it was. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a good show. It really was. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go very far – farther than – it wasn't as far as we thought we were going to go. But, mm -hmm. you know, it was a great learning lesson. It was my very first, you know, competition type thing in, in um, high school. So it was it – was, fun because it was something new mm -hmm. um, and I also got to try out a different character normally I'm a pretty nice character for the most part mm -hmm. I, I'm normally I play a nicer character but I was probably the meanest character in the whole show of course um, and I kind of had to it was it was difficult to be kind of mean and that kind of stuff so it it was challenging but it, it did challenge me and I think I rose to that challenge I think our show was great um J jennifer Patton was oh, of course. was oh, yeah. <laughs> the best director for that show and um, i loved a lot of the things that she did and as time went on you know the year after that we did one of my favorite one act shows which was let me a tenor let me a tenor and it was so fun i was the lead and it it was it was challenging you know because i've always kind of had a minor part so i had to mm -hmm. learn all these lines all this blocking and you had a whole bunch of lines too, and a whole bunch of blocking to Playing do. a character, um, his name was Saunders, and he was uptight, you know, rules, fall by the rules, and catching his daughter exactly. doing mis miscellaneous yeah, things. exactly. And yeah. um, I think our school enjoyed it and loved it. Obviously, there it's there's some little bit of interesting things that happen in that show, but the thing is, be it as a farce as it is, we put out good quality theater out there. Exactly. And a lot of people don't know, but we got a standing ovation in that area. We did. Um, it, and it felt like it, Broadway. It, it was felt crazy. like it was completed. 
everybody was laughing. Everybody was having a good time. Even uh, Kevin Johnson, who was our former principal, even booked our hotels for the next what, what's after area uh, uh, regional uh, rounds yeah, heading he into college station. Going to regional, and um, unfortunately, we got robbed. I think that we should have went on, but mm-hmm. that's just my opinion, I guess. But yeah, um, it yeah. it it definitely was a huge show that built me up acting wise and. Um, now being a senior and doing, um, Electra, I'm kind of back at being kind of a smaller role, but it gives me more time to really focus on my character and it's his background and kind of what he, who he is and who he focuses on and his objectives and stuff. And I think now it's come super easy. Like I can't even tell you how many times Mr. Kirby, who's, you know, our theater director mm-hmm. for the show, he, he's told me your scene looks great. Like we don't need to work on it, blah, 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 blah. And it just feels good to, you know, finally get to a place where, he trusts my decision and my my input and my intuition on the character, and he kind of just gives me free reign to do what I want. And so far, it's been working great. He hasn't told me really to do anything other than mm-hmm. what I've decided to do for my character. So definitely, it's the pathways of high school have led me to become a better actor overall. And it's a new yeah. experience. Developing characters on stage is a huge thing, and it's it's not saying it's a challenge for actors. But it, you gotta cre- when you go on stage, you gotta create your own character. You're playing that role, and you gotta show the audience, yeah, you know what it is. And I mean, a lot of people don't know, but there's a lot more than theater than just going on stage and you know reading lines and performing. Not everyone can do it. I it, mean, it's, it, yeah, it takes a special person to you know to do theater. You can't. Nobody in their right mind, no jock, no. I mean, nobody that's done theater now is never gonna do it. They they mm-hmm. can't do it. They 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 have too much. What's the word? They um, they focus too much on how they look and how they appear to the audience. And it, especially if you're in theater, when you're a kid like me and you were, and a lot mm-hmm. of people in theater now, they were they start when they're very young. They don't really care, you know. That's just theater. But people, yeah. if they if you, they start late, you're not you're never going to get it. It's very hard, very difficult, and, and it's a challenge. You got to you got to yeah. you. If you're going to do theater, you have to put your hundred percent exactly. dedication. You cannot and do half half ass. So Tyler, yeah. I'm going to ask you this: When you, what would you say is your most memorable moments when enduring theater or one act? So, like, what is one of your most memorable memories in one act? Um, I'll have to say probably the whole year of Lemmy Tenor. That was one of my favorite times. You know, uh, we would have three hour rehearsals pretty much. Mm-hmm at least four or five times a week when we started doing started getting into competition time and normally people would take that as like miserable but i would be ec- ecstatic to go to rehearsal mm-hmm. i'd be so excited because yes we would redo the show over and over again but as a cast we got we bonded over that show and we gained such a relationship all together mm-hmm. and it it truly was something that i i love doing and um i, I would just say you know, obviously, uh, Miss Patton was very strong and very opinionative, but that's what made me love her as a director. You know, she was crazy like we were crazy. And she, <laughs> she, um, you know, me and her, I think me and you were probably the closest with her and she mm-hmm. loved us. And she, you know, obviously we would have hard times, but mm-hmm. she would always say, you know, this is theater. This you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have this in professional theater. You're going to have to deal with people you don't like and you're going to have to figure it out. And that's what we did. And I think everyone after Lend Me a Tenor was a better person coming out of it and better actors overall as well. And you, so. so you would confirm and say that well, Lend Me a Tenor was probably so far your favorite. Absolutely. Favorite Absolutely. And w- did that change you as a person? Uh, I would say it changed me because there were people that 
came into that show that I had never thought to really hang out with outside of school because mm-hmm. you know high school is very clicky you don't you see people that you may not like or people that you may think aren't cool or up to your standards but in theater you have to you have to put that aside you have to put your ego aside and you have to do, you have to work with people that you may not like or people that you may not know and that you would never know if you were in theater you know you have to be very open and very loving and accepting in theater for a good project to come out of it so i think it really changed my perception on being friends with people that maybe out of my comfort zone you know people that are in band or people that are a little bit different um doesn't mean that you know you have to be mean or anything you and mean just, towards them exactly you can be a better person and a lot and especially i'm not this is not only Lorena. this is a lot of other schools too is that it's not saying diverse or anything it's the you know everyone has their own talents you have people that are in sports you have people that are in band you exactly. have people in theater now, when you get a 6A, if you're a theater kid, you're a theater kid. You're a kid. theater kid, exactly. If you're in band, you're a band kid, and if you're in sports, you're sports. It's so hard to work around a full working schedule. Um, and a lot of kids these days, I mean, we're in school still, um, but they don't realize how much work, effort, and time and dedication it takes to go putting on a show. Exactly. And so, now Tyler, I'm going to ask you... Electra, you are now in your final one act of high school. Electra is a whole different animal on stage, and it's a lot different than any roles you played. So, give us some background on Electra. How? What is the journey so far for you? So, Electra is very a very different show, like you said. Um, we've done pretty depressing shows in the past, but I feel like this one takes a cake for being the most depressing show, show. I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, she, Electra, the main character, kind of goes through her mindscape a little bit and kind of realizes that either the audience can determine either she's having a psychotic break or she is being held at her own will. But the whole point of the story is that her father gets killed by her mother in front of her very eyes. And she kind of balances back and forth between the past and the reality, which the reality is she's in a psych ward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's a very sad show. I mean, you have to come see it to really understand the full grasp. It's very hard to explain without, you know, a script in front of me, but um, overall it's a very sad show. My character Orestes is her uh, brother that has passed in the war. Um, she's told this by the doctor who's taking care of her at the psych ward. Uh, basically, you know, he, the doctor told her that your brother's passed, your brother's not here anymore. And I think it really took a mental toll on her. And I come back to her kind of as this mystical angel um, being, a higher being. And I come back to her and kind of in a dreamscape. And I tell her I love her. Um, the revenge that she wants against her mother for killing her father is something that my character isn't interested in. He's moved on. Um, he's kind of at peace with himself. And it's very difficult to play a character that you know loves someone so much but at the end of the scene you have to be willing to let the person go and it's it's very hard like emotionally for me to kind of do that over and over again because it's I, when i act i kind of put myself into the character i don't i can't mm-hmm. i'm not one of those actors i can just mm-hmm. turn it off and be back to myself like i'm playing 
Arrestes in my real life when I'm on that stage. It's and not Tyler playing Arrestes. Yeah. It's Arrestes playing Arrestes. Exactly. You know? And you fully commit to that character exactly. to make it realistic. Exactly. And um, it it's very it's very challenging, um, but it's something that I really love to do. I only have like two scenes in, in the show, so it's really helped me focus mm -hmm. more on what he is and who he is and what he wants to do. Um, and yeah. So, of course, yeah, and seeing, look, as the Lorena Theater Program grows, you guys are heading into UIL, March 18th and 19th. 19th is competition day at Rockdale. You guys are competing against the nine schools we mentioned earlier. How does that challenge you guys? Does that make maybe put pressure on you guys, or does that, like, only motivate you guys to do, put more and more and more dedication into the show? Um, I think this is... This question may not be the best for me because I'm such a minimal role. Although I am a part of Electra, the the whole the chorus, Electra, those are the characters that are going to be tying the show together. Without those two, we're not going to have a show. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would say I'm not worried because I think my scene is great. I think my character is complete. His arc is complete in my mind, and um, I would say you know. I hope that everyone feels the same, but you know everyone has different opinions about if they feel like they're doing a good job or not. Mm -hmm. um, I think our chorus is very talented individuals in acting, and they are, they're doing a great job. But they also they need to get together and they need to be more cohesive. Um, and they're facing more challenges than they have ever felt. Exactly, before. it's very hard to be an ensemble and be on point snappy all at the same time especially in front of a judge when you're already your nerves are shot you're nervous and you mm -hmm. don't want to lose you know obviously everyone has oh, a competitive yeah. spirit um and uh I, I think you know i'm pretty confident in my character uh, as the show pertains to the show i i definitely think we need to practice a little bit more to get to where we need to be and so tyler You've gone through the journey with one act. You've been through, you've been on that stage hearing those results. You've obviously advanced through the UIL system through one act. Now, we tie back this to the Lorena Theater Department. How have you seen it change over the past three years from the three or four shows you've been in? Right. Or, I mean, if it's, I'm, it's been four, four. but I, it's been three one acts and one, one. in the fall. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so. How has the Lorena Theater Program changed in the past three years and your views on it? Does it did it build you as an actor to where you're gonna go in college? Um, I would say it changed drastically. Um, obviously I came in, we came in, uh, with Jennifer Patton leading the pack mm -hmm. as our uh, as the LHS director, and she was very different, oh, but yes. she was a fantastic director and she's a fantastic person. Um, I love the way that she directed. Um, she never really let you make your own decisions. She kind of told you, this is what I see. And she would have, she would tell us she'd have dreams about one act and about the <laughs> scene and it, we would just laugh it off. But I could see her having a dream about it because yeah. she, she is in love with, that's her passion and she loves it. And, and um, now she's a 6A teacher. Right, exactly. Teacher. She's, she's doing, she's making, you know, making it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, she would tell us what to do and we would do it and it would be great and it, it was fantastic. I think that was perfect for a beginning theater person, I guess, for me, especially in high school. I'm already nervous enough about 
other stuff like grades and other sports I was involved in. She kind of made it easy. Didn't really and, make it. She gave us what she wanted us to do. And where you want to go to the future. Ex- with it. Exactly. And then um, junior year, we lost our beloved Jennifer Patton to um, Miss Abigail Hobgood, who um, she was. She was a great teacher, but I would not say as someone who has been in theater for a lot of my life, I would say that she was not the best director. That's just my opinion. I I hope that she's doing well now. Of course. Um, yeah. I, I wish that she stayed. I wish that she, you know, I at least got to see her direct. Mm-hmm. Um her class behavior wasn't my kind of vibe for what theater is, but I think that's the beauty of theater. Theater is different to everybody, you know? And, and I, so she's, I mean, she also had to teach prof common, prof and communications that also. That also could be very hard for a teacher. Um, but the thing is, is I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Jennifer Patton had the same thing and she made theater theater still. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, Miss Hopgood was very good at keeping us on task and giving us assignments. But I think as a theater teacher, she just lacked those key components to make a successful program. And that, that I mean, people may disagree and that's totally fine, but I, I have nothing but respect for her. And I hope that she's doing well now. Uh, I know that she was going through a lot of stuff when she left last year. So Nothing but respect for her, but I really didn't learn much when she was teaching as our director. That's just me. But after that, um, one act came around when she left in uh, Mr. Kirby, which is our current theater director, came, and he was fantastic. He was like a ball of energy. He's completely different. And we did things that I missed about Miss Patton is we would do scenes, we would act things out, we would, uh, you know, do games that would be beneficial to our, um, our acting abilities. Yeah. And, and it grows us as Exactly. And um, obviously, one act last year was a huge letdown for me because I was given um, kind of like the backup role. Like if somebody got sick, I would stand in for them. And I felt for me, and this was me being immature. And now that I've realized I've time to think about it, you know, it's, um, I, I did, I thought I was better than that. I thought I was better than everyone. I thought that I deserved a part. And put your time somewhere. Yeah. I thought that I, I, if I was going to spend my time on theater, it needed to be me on the cast. So, um, I, told Mr. Kirby, you know, there's no hate, no nothing, no ill will, but I'm not going to be wasting my time on a production when I'm not in it. And that was me being an immature actor. When you're an actor, you have to be able, if you're signing up for a show, you've got to go full force at it. Whether you get a backup role or the main role, doesn't matter. And that was something that I had to learn. And I'm glad Mr. Kirby was very graceful with me and, you know, told me kind of like, this is not how it works in the real world. You're going to have to figure it out and you're going to have to you know, you're not always going to get every role that you want, right? Yeah, and that's and just that's yeah. just how so the that's, acting that's world how is. Works. Exactly. So, um, I apologize to him about not being a part of one act last year, but it just it probably wasn't the best time for me either. I wasn't in a best place last year. Junior year is 
was probably the, the worst year of my high school. I It was miserable. Um, so I'm kind of glad that I wasn't a part of the show last year, even though I heard it was great. I heard it was a great experience. And um, for the fact that we've only had, I don't know, it might, might be wrong on this, but we had like maybe four or five weeks. Exactly. Yeah, it was very, very, very short, very scrunched and short. And we did it. And you did it. And you we, made, we it. made it to Bay District, got alternate in Bay District. But Absolutely. that's the goal is always, always for a lot of us too, is to get at least I get out of district. Absolutely. And, and y'all did it. And, and this is going to be different this year. Right. We're gonna, we have, we've had so much time to prepare and to prep mm-hmm. and we're ahead of a lot of, us, a lot of other schools. Um, so I'm hoping this year we'll take the cake for state. I really hope so. I think our show can make it there. And so Tyler, to individuals that are out there listening to this podcast right now on, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music Podcasting, and anywhere else, to an individual who's just being interested or wanting to start theater and they're listening to this or, like, get on the production side of it, what advice would you give them? I would say for me, and you can take my advice. You don't have to. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not an A-plus actor, obviously. I hope to get there one day. Um I would say if you have a dream, don't listen to anybody else. You know what your passion is and you know what you want to do in your life. You go for it. For me, my family, my parents have been very accepting of my choices and what I want to do. But there have been other people that have kind of given me some doubt. Like, you know, this is not you're you're not going to get there. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to make any money. You have to be you have to hit that little spot for you to make that money and for you to be popular and be a celebrity. And to me it's not about that. You know, obviously I hope to be make it big one day. I'm going to Harden Simmons and minoring in acting and majoring in business. So I I all they have to say to people that, you know, really want to have a future in acting, I would say just go for it and if it doesn't work out, have a backup plan and do acting on the side. You don't have to do acting as your main job, but um, that's something that I that I'm really passionate about, and that's something that as soon as I graduate college, I'm moving straight to LA, and I'm gonna I'm gonna follow my dreams. And if it doesn't work out, then you know I have a business degree, a business major that I can get a job at right after you know if I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and it's fantastic. You have a mindset and a goal where you want to go, um, but it's a very big challenge. Obviously, every act, the biggest act, excuse me, sorry, the biggest acting dream for any actor is to go to LA, New York. Mm-hmm. Two biggest ones. Would you rather take the movie side production or would you want to go right for Broadway? Uh, I would do movie. Um, I am not a huge fan of stage acting. It's just something that I I can't control. We don't. I'm, we don't have you know a plus celebrity cameras that we can film a scene with and film a movie. That's just not how it works. So as a younger, underdeveloped actor, you have to start on stage. You start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And I'm not going to move myself, like leave high school and go start acting in L.A. without any experience, you know. So I decided to stay here and decided to, you know, do theater and see if I liked it. And I've grown to love it. But I feel like my abilities will be better off in a more subdued area of acting, which is compared to stage is film. You know, you can't overact like you do on stage on film. It doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that's something that I enjoy a lot more. um, And that's something that I would rather do. I I wouldn't, unless it was offered to me, I would never go and audition for a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't be for me. <clears throat> of course, yeah. And Tyler, Lorena, you started off. I mean, you know, you moved to Lorena, and um, it was correct. Eighth, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Would you say Lorena ISD set you up to a good future to where you are going now? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, the school is very loving. The teachers are, for the most part, amazing. They want you to succeed. They want you to, you know, have a future where you follow wherever you want to go. And um, although there have been certain things that have happened over my high school career that I wouldn't say is great, I would say overall, Lorena is the place to be if you want to follow your dreams, you know? And um, <laughs> I would say now, especially me as a senior, like I want to leave, obviously. Yeah, I don't want to I be, mean, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be here forever. But I would say I enjoyed my time here at Lorena ISD for ever since I got here. Um, and it goes by very fast. So you really have to enjoy it, although you may not like coming to school, you may not like the teachers or the classes. You really have to enjoy your time with your friends because sooner or later you're going to be going off in different parts of the world doing different things. You're never really going to see anybody again unless you really put that effort to after school, which most people don't, most people don't do. Mm -hmm. Like everyone in theater, our seniors are going to be splitting, splitting off, doing off, our own doing things. things exactly. So, and it changes. I mean, it always changes. It's kind of like a, of course it's a new freshman come up looking for a senior and then their senior leaves. And so, I think the Lorena Theater Program has, for me, and then a lot of people other can say this too, has really benefited me for where I want to go in the future. And I feel like Ryan Kirby has done a successful job. Absolutely. He's, he's fulfilled his job and duty as a theater director for me Absolutely. and for a lot of other students. And I think that Electra is going to be, obviously, it's a new animal to work with. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think we're trying something new. We'll see where it goes. But I do think the show is capable of going very far. And Tyler, once again, I thank you so much for sitting here today to talk about your journey and now going into your final show in high school and making it a memorable one. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me on and, you know, kind of asking for my walk of life and kind of figuring out, you know, where I'm going. And I, all I want to do is just if people have any questions, just ask and um, although it might be weird, I'm y young and I'm not super mm. successful yet, but, um, I have, but you, a lot of, I have a lot of things to say and a lot of things that I can help people with. So I appreciate you having me on and letting me use my voice too. All right. And we are here with Jacob and Ngamwe. Thank you guys for joining us here on the podcast. How are you guys doing? Um, oh, I'm just doing fine. How about you and Gami? Oh, I'm doing just great. That is good. And so we have a lot to talk about here. Um, obviously, our next guest on the Zcast podcast. Um, Jacob, you've been in theater for so many years, or for a good amount of years now, and you're kind of in that world of theater. Uh, what led you to pursue theater? And do you want to continue that through high school and maybe further? Well, for a while, I kind of resented theater. I thought it was kind of bad. It because and it, I just like I stuck to band like and I was like oh I'm gonna stick to one thing, and then over like the summer of my eighth grade year before high school I did a musical, and I was like which is actually this summer last summer and it was it was Oliver and I met some good friends and I was like well, this is not that bad so I've just I've been pursuing it ever since then, and so that's cool and um you've been in like a lot of shows you obviously work for or not work for but you're part of what is the company Waco again called. Uh, well, there are multiple companies. I'm part of uh, one of the companies, Waco Civic Theater, mm. you know, but it's kind of drama drama because my, our theater teacher, he runs a different company in Waco called um, 
Silent House, and you know they're like competitors, and so, but it's just like there's no beef, there's no beef. Yeah, and so do you well, now? Let's talk about that. So the difference between Silent House and Waco Waco Civic Theater. Um, how has Waco Civic Theater benefited you as an actor to where you are now? Well, I've only been in one of their productions. Um, I've been rejected from one of their productions, or not rejected. I got like the tiniest like tree number four or whatever. <laughs> but no, it's been fun to be a part of them because I mean, it, it kind of like it revoked, not revoked, it invoked my love of theater. I guess that I didn't know I I didn't know I had at the time, and so I'm thankful for that. And so now you um, obviously we tied this into one act. You've been in one act in middle school, correct? And what were those shows again? Uh, it was called The Shining Lives, similar to Radium Girls. Um, can you elaborate more on that experience, Did, like, to where you are now? How was that overall? Um, well, I, it was, it was, it's, I'm hesitating because it's, it wasn't that good. I think that, I think, like, that was, like, not even in my, like, what, what, what would you say, theater era. It was, like, when, like, I'm going to experiment with this weird new elective, and that's that's why I said I, like, resented it. I did not like one act. And, like, even doing one act now, like, there's still, like, parts, like, when it gets exhausting or when the work gets hard, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what one act was like last year. But still, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of it. And so would you say choosing that elective was the right thing to do? Um, I don't know. I... I know a lot of people who are like like who did theater this year and who have been talented in the plays that are like oh I'm not gonna take it next year because I need to be valedictorian or something like that, but I mean for me like it's just it's fun so it's it's an investment I want to make. Oh yeah, of course. And so now we tie this to Electra. Um, Lorena's gone through so many or several different directors now over the past two years. Things have changed. Now we have Mister we have Ryan Kirby now here from Silent House in Waco. And now we're doing Electra, his first kind of official one act. I mean, we had he did direct the one act last year, but now this is he can actually dive in and have a lot of time to work on this. What is your view on your part overall? Because you are a part of a chorus. So actually, let's start there. Explain to us what does it mean to be part of a chorus in Electra. So uh, it was actually kind of funny because we already did our theater history unit, like as part of the class, and we learned about the chorus. Like we learned about ancient Greek tragedies, which Electra is is an ancient Greek tragedy, and. Like, we learned that the chorus was usually a narrating group. They, like, carry the story along. Um, however, that's, like, not really what it is in here. Like, the, the chorus in Electra is different. We, uh, we represent the inner thoughts of, or the inner emotions, I guess you could say, of the main character, Electra. And so, like, my opinions about it, like, it, it's a unique role. I'll probably never play something like it ever again. But it well like not out of not out of hate. It's, just, it's so it's so like it's so weird. Like I'm just kind of like you know I'm gaslighting myself. I'm yeah, doing all these weird things in the character, and they're multiple. And I mean, you're diving into like some weird things you've never dealt with mm. to build these chorus members. So for people that are going to see Electra, obviously our school gets to see it Friday. This will be the podcast will come out the next Saturday. Um, the views when your actual other classmates and Lorena see it. I mean, they've seen shows over the years. This is our first tragedy in a long time. What is your opinion? Do you think people are going to enjoy it? I think I'm going to be. I think I'm I, like I will not be able to show my face. <laughs> I think it's going to we, we crawl. It's. I mean, people don't understand the the art form of theater sometimes. But yeah, I mean, like it's it's weird. People are going to laugh. People are going to like poke fun. But like, I mean, that's just like you know, people. Some people who aren't in the theater community. <laughs> um, do that so it's alright yeah and I mean uh, 
Electra is a different animal to work with, and now you're in high school. It's competing. It's a competing level, so you advance on. Um, this is I new mean, judges like more. They favor the Greek or not the Greek tragedies, but they favor like dr- the drama and the tragedy mm-hmm. part of it than they do comedy. Do you feel like that is something that Lorena tends to favor comedies or they favor tragedies more? What would you want Lorena to do? Well, the Lorena like audience, like as in like the people like the teachers and the student body, they loved like our past production of Clue. They like they like the comedy. The comedy's fun. Um but like what I, I personally like I personally like the tragedies more because I think they like they give you more room to grow to like to do more things as like a theater as a theater company. I don't know. And so tell us, um, you're in, you've been in Clue, and you play the character of uh, Mr. Green. Yeah. So tell us the experience of Clue, of this earlier this year. Oh, it was great. I mean, Mr. Green. I found him a character that like it, it was just a, like easily natural to play. He's a very anxious guy. He's very um, you know, just like very clumsy. I thought that was really funny, and so it was easy easy to lean into the comedy aspect of him. But like, it's just kind of a thing. Is like, oh, I'll never find another role like him. But that's okay. And yeah, I mean, do you think the cast bonding and the cast overall was a good environment to be in? Oh, absolutely, yes. I think, like, it's just, like, I'm already looking back, like, I already, like, went some fan cam edits, like, I, like, <laughs> there, it was so, like, it was such a good time, like, it just was, like, like a, a group of six and, like, 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 cause, like, it was the six board game characters and, like, it all, we all worked so well together and, you know, some of the people are graduating or leaving theater and so it's just, it's sad that we'll never have that again, but we're trying to build it back up, you know? Of course, yeah, and... So now as I close it out here, a little bit close out here um, before we get into the Gauntlet's part, um, your goals moving forward. You obviously been in theater. You're doing a lecture. You are a freshman, if I'm correct, right? Yes. In high school, you're planning on staying through theater all the way through the rest of three years from now, correct? Uh, I don't know about that. I, <laughs> I, don't, I'm not, I don't feel that way about all electives. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, I kind of feel the same way about band. Like, I, I guess not like information I go to the teacher and tell them, like, this is a, like, this is a temporary thing, but it's more of like, oh, like, I'm going to do what I need to do to be, yeah, to graduate, to get, like, good things on my resume, and that includes fine arts and my credits, and I, I enjoy it for now, so if I'm enjoying it by my senior year, then absolutely I'll stick it out for my senior year. We are now here with Ngamwe. Um, Ngamwe, you've been part of Lorena. How long have you been part of Lorena Theater for a while? Um, no, I actually came to Lorena in ninth grade, which was last year. Okay. So I started Lorena Theater just last year. Okay, cool. And so have you always been had that interest to doing theater? Yes, I did theater at my old school as well. I um I only started having interest in doing theater whenever I used to also like hate musicals and kind of just like not like plays that much. Mm. But then there was this one summer whenever I was like 13 and I watched Hamilton for the first time and that's whenever I started liking theater because I thought that that was really fun. Yeah, and I mean theater there's a lot of cool things that are involved in theater, you know, going on stage and performing. So would you say you're more in favor of the musical type or were you more kind of more the favor of like going and doing a tragedy on stage? I'm more of the like me personally I would rather go into a musical cuz I feel like it's such a fun experience experience and uh Electra is my first tragedy and it's not like it's not a horrible experience or something but I feel like I just have more fun in the musical genre. Of course and so your views on theater I mean theater's competitive. You know that. I mean you can go on stage they see they chant like in Austin for 6 days their musicals and shows they compete. And so 
do you view theater as a competitive like thing and do you do you is it does it challenge you to grow as an actress not i mean i don't really see it as competitive usually because my first time doing theater as like a competitive thing was literally like it's literally this season like it's literally Mm -hmm. electra so um i've the only time i've really seen it as competitive is this this um season in theater Mm -hmm. Which is actually kind of eye-opening because now I'm thinking, oh wait, we may not win and stuff. Whenever back, back like um, back with Clue, I didn't have to think any of those things. Back in Clue, I was just like, oh, the audience is gonna love this. I didn't really have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. But like now, now I'm thinking like we have to make top three. So of course, yeah, it's eye-opening. And so yeah, there's several rounds in UIO. You go from district by district to area to regions and then state. Now, how all that process works is three advance until you get to region, only two go to state out of nine schools competing. Now, that's tough competition. And so, like I asked Jacob a couple minutes ago earlier, how would you say, would you say the show is in a good spot right now to go far? Or would you guys, does your whole cast even view on go wanting to go far? Or are you just trying to go out there and put on good content? I feel like for now, like at the exact point that we're at, we could definitely use more rehearsals. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if once we put in more rehearsals and once we perform, maybe we'll be like much better. Because I remember in Clue, at first, um, he the, our director was like, "Oh yeah, it's great," but like whenever we actually perform performed in front of like an audience, mm-hmm. he was like, "That was like really really good. That was better than any." rehearsal that y'all did so i'm thinking that maybe that'll happen again like once we perform in front of all the classes and stuff maybe we'll go back we'll do better or maybe it'll be different since we're performing in front of our classmates only instead of like how in clue we perform in front of people that actually paid money to be there but this time we're performing in front of like people that have teachers that want them to go there Mm -hmm. so i don't know how it's gonna and would you so yeah and when do you think that the like energy from the crowd especially for a comedy and when you play a comedy you got to make sure those jokes land or if the audience doesn't laugh then it becomes boring so do you think the audience gives you guys more energy to actually hey this is the real thing it's time to go i mean it's wait till district comes around you're gonna be on that stage and you're gonna go okay it's actually real now we're judged we're being judged here but clue wasn't being judged so do you think that the energy from the audience helps you guys as, as like on stage feel more comfortable with yourselves or do you feel that what do you feel on your views on that I don't know, like back in Clue, whenever we first went on stage and there was an audience, I wasn't really thinking that I was more comfortable. Maybe I was, but like what I was thinking is that like I have to like nail this. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was me being more comfortable, but like that was just me wanting to do well. And so, yeah, and you know, as as actors and actresses develop and through this whole process, you know, they learn new things. I remember when we had Jennifer Patton here, she taught us that you got to be comfortable with yourself. You got to get in the role. I mean, theater's hard to get into in the big world. You know, it's a challenge and you got to put your heart and soul into it. So that does lead us to your views on Lorena Theater Department and in Lorena in general. Um, do you feel you have a good community that surrounds you by, behind your back? And do you think that all the students that are in the theater program, you build a good friendship and relationship with? Um, well, I am only like starting to know them now because mm-hmm. last year, um, my friends from last year, like I only had like a few and then I'm making a lot of new ones this of course, year. Yeah. So like, I don't know if I could like trust fall onto them because I've only known them for like two seconds, but like, I mm-hmm. feel like that we are building a good relationship with. Yeah. And I mean, 
you know, big thing when you do a cast, it's family. You have, everyone knows each other. You know, we've done things where we sit around and cast bonding is a huge thing in theater. And um, well, my question for you here is that obviously one act is going on right now. You have the show Electra. Jacob, you can even tie on this answer if you want. But do you think that the show itself being revamped the way it is because Electra is an original Greek tragedy is revamped do you think people are going to understand it do you think it's going to be something that audiences are going to enjoy or do you think it's going to be something that is just going to go forward um, I feel like whenever we go to competition we'll be performing in front of theater kids and judges and people that know theater so I feel like they would understand it but I feel like whenever we're performing in front of um our school, I feel like they'll have a, uh, they'll be a little more close-minded to watching it. They'll treat it like a comedy. <laughs> they'll treat it like, like all your laughs and parts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, mean, I feel like, um, especially, um, especially <laughs> certain, especially boys, they're gonna like, oh, yeah, okay. they'll take any, yeah, I feel like they'll just have trouble, but I feel like there are some people at our school that would actually maybe take it seriously. Mm -hmm. It just depends on your maturity level. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, but, um, you know, it's, it's overall being on this podcast and everyone that's been on it so far has told us the process is, is a great process. One act going on when you actually get it to go on stage and receive that you're going on your mindset and everything changes. Yeah, I've never been on stage. And so, like so when you're gonna experience it, when you get on stage for us, how we've done it is that we've had times of heart. We only had like like almost barely four weeks to put this thing together. Yeah. Lorena went through that shift change. We were just picking a show. We got it done, and we moved on to Bay District. We yeah. went on, and we were on stage like this. Like what? No way. We actually did this, and it, getting on that stage, receiving that hey. Now knowing, hey, we can go far with this show. It's just you got to put on good content and you got to be focused and locked in during that. And it's the same thing with band. Yeah. I mean, band, you have constant, you have to concentrate and be in that moment. I mean, when we marching season, Jacob, we got fifth, one oh. spot away from going to state, and that was. And actually, a lot of people don't know is that was by like around four points a difference, and it was to our rivals. I know, and so, but, I mean, that's fine. I mean, now you guys are obviously, I'm graduating this year, and you guys are kind of footsteps to further in, in the theater program wherever you decide to go. Next year's 4A. It changes everything. You have a huge competitive rounds next year. Things get more, I'm not saying, I mean, it gets harder as you go on now and moving up. So you're going against some really good theater groups and stuff. And so, overall, this year, though, we're finishing up in 3A, Electra. Um, what would you, if anything, would you want to see, if, what particular show would you want to see Lorena to put on? Or a show that you might be interested in seeing Mr. Kirby might direct further, maybe it's a fall show or even for a one act? Well, um, it's not just like the fall show. He is already flirting with the idea of doing a flirting you, with the idea. Flirting with the idea, yeah. It's not like something you would say. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm going to call you out, Gami. Uh, he... <laughs> He's already um, romanticizing with the idea of doing a musical. Okay. And so no, he's not. he hates musicals. Okay. Well, he said it. He went up. To, he went up to me and he said, "If you have any idea for a musical, did he tell you to tell anybody else this?" He said, "If you have any idea for a musical, we could do. Tell me." Oh, and I so had an idea I, for him. No. And oh. so what I told him. <laughs> 
What I told him is that, um, you're probably gonna say like cats or something. I told him that we should do a gentleman's guide to love and murder. Oh I, my gosh, Jacob, I I'm leaving it. this school. <laughs> I saw it, I saw it this summer. It's cause you're gonna get a minor role, I know. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, um, for a fall show, since fa the fall shows are usually by Halloween and stuff, I thought that Beetlejuice or something would be fun. It's so, you know, that would be cool, too, to do. I mean, we did Adam's family. I want to do, yeah. I want to be Enid. I mean, not Enid. Uh, you want to do Wednesday, that's what you're no, saying. Not, you would not, not, not be Enid. I, mean, I said Beetlejuice. Wednesday's not in Beetlejuice. Um, no, you just, you said Enid, like, from Wednesday. <laughs> no, no. I want to say all three of you guys and everybody else that's part of the Lorena Theater production and stuff this year for Electra has done so much hard work so far. And um, they're proud. I think you guys should be proud of how much work you guys put into this show. I mean, you gotta, you're got you messing with something that is interesting to bring back. I mean, Greek tragedy, this is a revamped version. It's brand new. It's never been, I mean, never been introduced to one act. I mean, maybe one or twice it's gone. But do you, how do you think this show, do you think it's going to go far? I mean, obviously... You know, it's newer. Do you think more audiences will enjoy it? I would say so, yeah. I mean, there's no, like, promise of us going far, but I think it's such a good show, and I feel like it'll really just, like, catch the eye of a lot of people, and I think it's just really interesting, and it'll just be a really good show. Of course. And so... Um, this does not leave me. Mr. Kirby are, is not here, obviously, but from this podcast alone, it shows that you have a strong talent of individuals here at Lorena Theater Production Team and Program and much more. You guys are going to go do some amazing shows in the future. I mean, I know Lorena's um, possibly heard about expanding fine arts hallways and building Lorena even bigger, assuming obviously it might not be the time when you guys are going to be um, you be graduated, mm -hmm. but for like especially uh, freshmen and stuff, they're gonna see some new Lorena being formed. I mean, it's now four A, so theater changes next year. That does now get me. This remind me four A next year. You guys are competing another round up with some really oh, tough oh. competition, but you should never. That should not change at all. Mm -mm. You guys are gonna still go to put out good theater. What does that feel like? Do you guys? Does it put more challenge on for you guys? Does it make you guys better actors? I'm excited. Yeah, excited. Something, something new. Yeah, new challenge. Tired of going to the same schools. So. Yeah. I know, right? And I mean, nine schools this year we're competing against. Only three advance. And puts a little pressure on. They let's go. And so, um, acting is like a sport. On stage, you must be ready to move like a tennis player, technically on your shoes. I mean, you got to concentrate, keep yourself focused. You need reflexes to be reflexes to be sharp. Your body and mind. And on top of gear, and I mean overall, acting is energy. You want to go put on good entertainment for others, and in the, the in theater, people want to see energy and be entertained. And I believe a lecture is going to be an exciting and thrilling show that people are really going to like. And I mean, it's just for everyone. I believe everyone should go out and support these talents and support these individuals and all their hard work they've done. They've worked their butt off, and you guys should go out and see them at District March nineteenth at. Rockdale. Rockdale ISD. And then hopefully further than them would be TIG ISD and more. Um, really quick, I want to say thank you guys for watching this podcast. Thank you for the electric ass for being here. Um, um, we have more episodes coming along. Keep an eye on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. And I appreciate you guys stopping by. And we'll see you next time.